Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, this show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, t- today's show is going to be fun because we're going to have a guest on we've had on before. Yeah, Who's we that? got, we got uh, sports agent Steve Baker, and Steve's also going to talk with us about the NFL, which, as we speak, is about to open, but by the time a lot of you hear this program, uh, the first week will either be in the books or we'll be well into the book so we're going to talk a lot about the nfl this year and just some fun things about the nfl and what's going on and you don't like thursday night football you I were telling don't. me earl- earlier or thursday, excuse a, me is, 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 is you don't like thursday night football or just the the first week being i open? don't like the first week being thursday night uh, opener and i don't like uh thursday night regularly i, I don't huh, mind monday okay. night i think monday monday night's great and holidays you know thanksgiving's great yeah. sunday's great but no thursday night no no yeah I, and I the players we, don't like it either. I can tell you that for personally. They do not like it. They'll never complain about it because they're getting paid. Well, especially but, when they have to play three days later. Well, Sunday. yeah, it's no. ridiculous. <laughs> it throws their whole routine out of whack. It's no, wait, wait, incredible. Hold on, hold on. If they play Thursday, they don't have to play Sunday. They get at least well, sometimes days sometimes they have to play Sunday, Sunday and then and, and then, then the Thursday. following Thursday. Yeah. It's that, ridiculous. That, that kind of tough. I know. Any, any average person out there says, "Oh, poor babies." Yeah. You know, football is a brutal sport. It's a. It takes more of a toll than any other sport. Yeah, it's a, well, especially you know being the linemen and just whacking each other. That, that's yeah. got to be tough. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. We're going to be giving away vacations to the first email with the correct answer. Those vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina. Those vacations are free. Their only request is a hundred dollar cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. Check them out at lighthouseresortandmarina.com. Today's trivia theme is baseball. Now I know Steve is more of of a football guy, but uh, you know, we'll ask some baseball. Well, questions. we're getting into the stretch part. Of, we are in the stretch portion of the season, and uh, the playoffs are coming up in about three or four weeks. And boy, it's going to be fun. Yeah, except our Giants are not doing well. So. Not as we speak, but that could change. It could change. Okay, uh, we've been this, saying that for about eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this segment of Sports Econ One Hundred and One is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over eight percent, secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at Pacific Private Money. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. And in the studio, we have famous sports agent Steve Baker, who's been with us a few times. We always love having Steve back. Steve, welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Thanks for having me back. Right. Yeah, you know, the NFL is coming up, and I know Steve is chomping at the bit. You you like Thursday Night Football. I'm not a big fan of it, but this is going to be a fun year. I think usual. they should have football every single night. I <laughs> so disagree. <laughs> no, no. I'm teased. I'm teased. With, with, with what, the body? With yeah. the human oh, body, is, yeah. it is outright offensive that there's yeah. football on Thursday nights. I, so, yeah, that's, see, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's yeah. it's, it is offensive. It's all about, isn't it all about the, the Benjamins? It's all about ratings. It's, it's all about making more when, money. When you, the human body yeah. is not made to play. Yeah. 16 weeks consecutive football on Sundays, let alone a four-day rest. Yeah. Now, granted, 
the, the, hey, they should be lucky the last they time, don't have go from Thursday and play Sunday. Well, the last time the Panthers in Denver played, I guess they they've had seven months rest. But yeah, well, that's go. true. That's uh, true. So uh, Drew Brees didn't he just sign a forty four million dollar contract for two years? I mean, again, I have not looked at the contract, but again, Guaranteed, you you wouldn't be surprised by my answer that every major quarterback in the NFL is probably underpaid by fifty percent. Yeah, he's age thirty six. So I don't care. He, I know Drew, well, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback on the open market without a salary cap would get paid $50 million a year. So, wow. how did Drew money, Brees is... How did the money get so high, Steve? And it hasn't been in that Guys short like period Steve. of time. But no, really. I mean, seriously. Uh, and I'm not saying the money isn't there. They wouldn't give it to these guys if they couldn't afford it. But how yeah. did we go to routinely paying stars $22 million a year? Now, Steph Curry, for instance, when he signs his next contract with the Warriors, is probably going to make close to thirty. Well, again, I again, we, you're not surprised by my response, but Steph Curry, Drew Brees are underpaid by a margin of three. I mean, Steph Curry on the open market is worth $100 million a wow. year. LeBron James <laughs> signing with the Cleveland Cavaliers increased that franchise value by $500 million. Mm. That's so, a good point. So the That's fact of the matter point. is is these players are worth um, whatever they can be paid. Um, mm. yeah. Steph, Steph Curry is a, is a future Hall of Fame player in my book. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I... I I, I don't think you can begrudge Steph Curry one penny. You, you know, it's interesting. I was just thinking when I mentioned about um, uh, Drew Brees being age 36. I think Peyton Manning doing as well as he did. As, how old's Peyton? I think Peyton Manning's 39. 39, okay. I think that actually helped Drew Brees because they go, man, if, you know. I mean, Drew Brees is a great quarterback. No, no, no. no Nothing intended against him, but just the fact that hey, a thirty-nine-year-old quarterback did so well. It's like well, sure, and he's also stayed guys. healthy. No, I mean, I'm, that's yeah. I'm Mr. Contrarian. Today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, disagree. <laughs> I, I think I mean Drew Brees is still playing at a premium yeah. level. Yeah, he is. He's also an icon in New Orleans. He already won. In, a in addition, for the New Orleans Saints to have kept his rights after this season um, to franchise him would have cost probably twenty-five million dollars. Um, Andrew Luck makes more than that. Now, Andrew Luck is more valuable than Drew, Drew Brees in that Andrew Luck is so young. Yeah. But the reality is is that $30 million a year for a franchise quarterback is, is frankly, underpaying them. Here's an interesting thing, though. Br- Drew Brees is not a, a big, husky guy like Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck has been beaten up in his career. I mean, he's yeah. really taken some lumps, and he's not even, what is he, 27 years old? Drew Brees has been relatively injury-free because he knows how to stay out of trouble, and he doesn't have a lot of area to hit. So, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's an advantage to not being a big, enormous guy like, uh, you know, Cam Newton, for instance. I don't know how long he's going to last. Well, Drew Brees comes under the same school of thought of, like, a Joe Montana, yeah. where yeah. it did yeah. not have classic build, and that's why Drew Brees was a second-rounder, Joe Montana was a third-rounder, because they didn't have classic uh, build for the position. But, but Drew Brees has a mind that's, uh, that's second to none. Now, what makes Andrew Luck so special is Andrew Luck healthy. Mm. Um, I, I think Andrew Luck is, is um, pound for pound the best player in the NFL. I think Andrew Luck has an incredible mind, and he has the physical skill that he'd make it even if he didn't have an incredible mind. Yeah. The problem is, is he's been playing behind the Maginot line. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, well, I love that's that. That's true. You've you got to have a really good front line for that. Yeah. And, and yeah. Drew Brees, I don't think of him as a runner, you know, well, like Cam Newton. You know? To some extent, the non-athletic quarterback benefits because you're not taking direct hits. Yeah. Um, I had a client that once played with, uh, with uh, Tito. And he told me how difficult it was to play with Tebow because you never knew where he'd be. In the case of Drew Brees, in the case of Tom Brady, um, the great drop-back quarterbacks, 
Um, because you know where they are, it's easier to structure an offense. Part of what Good made point. Steve Young so great is Steve Young had unbelievable physical skills, but Bill Walsh learned how to marshal that mm. uh. so that he didn't always use those physical skills, and that's what helped turn him into a Hall of Famer. It's interesting to watch a guy like Steve Young, too, because he would improvise, but at the same time, it was almost as if everybody, as you say, people knew ahead of time, and Walsh designed that offense to accommodate that so that there was some spontaneity. But he was amazing, and Tebow is such a wild card. I would think if you're playing you know, with Tebow on offense, as you said, maybe that's one of the reasons why he's not playing in the NFL anymore. I mean, the guy was not a great passer, but, man, he could do some amazing but, things but running. Colin but Colin Kaepernick was kind of like that. It, you know, he had a great first year, yeah. and he was you could never knew where he was going to be, but he was very To fast. me, look no further than the Carr brothers. Okay, David Carr is probably a better quarterback than his brother, who's a pro bowler. David Carr was an abject failure in the NFL because he got beat up so badly yeah. early. So much of so much of developing a great quarterback is is uh, is mm-hmm. what you put around them. Steve Young, yeah. if Steve Young had stayed in Tampa Bay, yeah. no, Steve Young would be point. the best lawyer in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you look at the yeah. offensive line the Niners had, and you look at the offensive line, the young offensive line, relatively speaking, and some young veterans that Oakland has, no. and it really bodes no, well I mean, for the Raiders. I, listen, I love where the Raiders are yeah. going. I mean, what the, what what people haven't totally noticed is the Raiders in the last several years have drafted several transcendental players um you have you have the wide receiver cooper you have mac you have Carr. i mean they have the key players building by the quarterback the great wide receiver the great pass rusher um the, the, the raiders are are to me a team that's really on on the upswing any uh mention about sam bradford uh, any comments on uh, one of those guys who's kind of to me i don't know how you feel steve he's one of those guys that could go either way it seems like right now there are a lot of players like that that have been beat up and moved around, and I just don't know. You know, there are enough quarterbacks. Look at the guy down in San Francisco, uh, Blaine Gabbert, who hasn't really been on a good team. Now he's on a team that's not very good again, but he's getting a second chance. How good is he going to be? Who knows? There's very few quarterbacks over history that become better over time. Um, there's Jim Plunkett. Uh, yeah. Um, there's Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. There's Steve Young. Yeah. But as a general rule, quarterbacking is such a hard position that you have a learning curve where you have the Troy Aikmans that in their first or second year, I mean, I think Jared Goff will be great. But but generally, quarterbacks, once they get to a higher level, they don't suddenly become better players. So that would be my concern. I mean, it is, I, it's still, I, I, to me, I still look at, you know, the front line. and just, I mean, just your whole offense. It, it's amazing how that can make or break your quarterback. Football, football is a team game. Uh, more so than you know. Again, Steve Young. It, Steve Young is one of the all-time greats. But the yeah. fact that Steve Young, if he had stayed in Tampa, would not have become Steve Young. Yeah. Um, Joe Montana, if he had been behind a bad line, as great as Joe Montana is, um, you you question yeah. now. Now you have this new level of quarterback like a Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton, he's just he's surreal. I mean, yeah. his athleticism makes everyone else around him so great. And, and Robert Griffin the third, when he first came out. But he suffered an injury. Yeah, you know? I mean, but you know, I mean, everyone puts down Robert Griffith III, but here's a player who largely survived on his legs, yeah. and his legs are no longer the same thing. And again, if you if you look at great teams, with rare exception, the strength one of their strengths is the offensive line, and, and yeah. you keep guys around four or five years, you assign them for, to long term deals. Those guys are going to open up the holes, protect the quarterback. It's it's pretty simple. It's not that complicated. A lot of what led to the 49ers' success in the early Harbaugh years is the Niners drafted brilliantly. Yeah. On the offensive line, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, they, they had great guards. I mean, they, yeah. they 
They they built from from the inside out, and that's how you grip, build great teams. Well, I think about the Hogs too. Remember when Joe Theismann oh, sure. was playing in, in Washington? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or and, the, go and, back to the Raiders of the nineteen seventies with Art Shell and Jim Otto yeah. and Gene Upshaw. I mean, three Hall of Famers for what ten years together. So there well. you go. All right, hey guys, we're going to cut to our first commercial break, and the uh, theme this week is baseball. Ironically, the first televised World Series was in the same year as the first Old Timers game. Mm. That was okay. that was played. Which year was that? Oh boy! <laughs> well, you know it can't be in the 1800s because yeah. there was no TV back then. All right. I'm guessing sometime in the early 50s. Okay. The yeah. first email with the correct answer wins a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Uh, email Edward at SportsEcon101.com. The answer to this question. Ironically, the first televised World Series was in the same year as the first Old Timers game that was played. That's the, that's our question. And the uh, first email is going to win that free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Don't touch that dial because Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Steve Baker. First trivia question was, the, ironically, the first televised World Series was in the same year as the first old-timers game. I'm guessing it was after the Second World War, sometime in the late 40s, early 50s. Okay. A specific year. uh, I'm going to say 1955, National League versus American League. No, that well, they, I'm going to say 51. 55 would have been the Brooklyn Dodgers only year. 51, New York versus New York? No, but you're a little closer, though. 1947. Isn't that the same year? Oh, well, that was Jackie, Jackie Robinson's, Robinson's first year, year yeah. Right? And Brooklyn against New York, yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it. great World Series, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, but he lost. That, does they it help lose. that I know that Harry Truman was president? <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. Interesting thing about that World Series: Joe DiMaggio hit a ball to center field that a guy named Al Gianfrido went back on and made this incredible oh, yeah. catch, and it's memorialized, or I should say, it's immemor- What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's one of those iconic calls from Red Barber, and at the at the same time, there was another play uh, where Cookie Lavagetto, yeah. pinch hitter, broke up a no hitter. From the Yankees, a guy named Floyd Bevins, and those two games, the the Brooklyn Dodgers won, but they lost the series. Yeah, Jack, Jackie Robinson's first World That's Series. That's right. They only, they only won 1955. Yeah, before that, That's I don't right. know. Did the they only win? time that Brooklyn won was 1955. Yeah. The only time that in. In Brooklyn, yeah, because they never they never won as the bridegrooms or the Robins or no, any of that stuff. They were in the World Series once in the 1920s. The Brooklyn and Trolley, lost. Dollar I have an amazing Joe DiMaggio oh, story to tell you. Yeah? Oh, let's hear okay. it. What's what's the great Bay Area town that's right near um, Saratoga? What's what's the town that's right there? Not Gilroy. No, there's uh, um, Los Altos. Los Altos. Okay. Huh. Okay. So I I took my son on a boys trip in July down to the peninsula. We went to see NASA one day and we went to see Facebook one day. And uh, Na- it, no, I said NASA. NASA. Na- that's NASA in Mountain View. Mountain View. Really? So I yeah, did not know that. Really so, cool. so we're oh. down that we're down there. Cool. And um and it's eleven o'clock at night and I gotta find this hotel and I can't find this hotel and I pull up to a hotel. I go into the hotel and there's all these pictures of Joe DiMaggio there. And I asked him about that. He goes, oh, yeah, Joe DiMaggio stayed here on his wedding night with Marilyn Monroe. Wow. Oh. It turns out to get away, they went to this hotel. They have pictures of Joe DiMaggio over there. The next morning, they opened up the room for me, and I got to see that room. Uh, Very nice. Well, it's interesting. Just down the street from where I live in Fairfax yeah. on the hill, Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe stayed there for about a month, and she hated it because she was so far removed from all the hoi polloi. And he wanted to keep her away from all that, as you know, because it was an Italian enclave. So the people that live there now are always talking about, yeah, people come by and ask me, is this the Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe house? And we say, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so well, there I, you go. It's well, interesting. The only memorabilia I have from Joe DiMaggio is, I guess he owned a racehorse. And his horse came in third, and he signed wow. the, he signed the uh, you know, the winning, not the winning, whatever. You got him to autograph it. Yeah, well. Yeah. I didn't personally get it. I, yeah. I from, bought it. From, I bought from it. what I've heard about it, you probably had to pay him for it. Yeah. So. He used to sit yeah, in the back. Yeah. He used to sit in the back of the press box of the Oakland A's games, and you could go up there and talk with him. And he was fine. If you wanted to interview him, you had to be really careful about it. He was willing to do it, but you had to approach him very gently. And he was a, a real gentleman. He, okay. he wasn't the great interview, by the way. No, he was very quiet. Very, wasn't he? very dry. No, very, not very, so quiet. Just very dry. Just dry. Didn't have a didn't have the color and the humor that Steve or you have. Okay, so <laughs> Steve, he was a better center fielder. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. He hit, he hit more games than I did, too, consecutively. Uh, um, so apparently Steve has a very interesting uh, sports story for us and something about yeah. sunglasses. Let's hear this yes, one. Well, we were talking about you asking me as I walked in here to have a good negotiating story yes. for this year. And my, my highlight negotiating story involves these glasses. Okay. This they look like little kids' uh, sunglasses. Yeah. These, well, thank you very much. Yeah. Those are my favorite sunglasses. Okay. Um, last summer, I went back to New York. Uh-huh. I went back to New York to see um, Hamilton with my daughter. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Okay. And as I'm going down to see Hamilton, I'm going over to the Whitney Museum, which is in the Meatpacking District. Go down to the Whitney Museum, and my sister says, make sure you stop at Warby Parker, because they make these really nice sunglasses there. Hmm. I get off the subway, and the phone rings, and it's the New Orleans Saints. They want to sign a client of mine, Alex Smith, uh, to a contract. So I run into the closest store I can find, an eyeglass store, negotiate the contract. They give me a piece of paper. I write down the terms. I want to ask them where Warby Parker is, but decide that that wouldn't be cool. So I leave, go to the Whitney, pull out the sheet, call Alex, tell him his deal. On the piece of paper, it says Warby Parker. I would walked into Warby Parker. So I go back to Warby Parker afterwards. I go to buy a pair of sunglasses, these sunglasses. While I'm, while I'm trying on these sunglasses, which they don't look like kids. No, they don't now. So while I try on, while, while I try on these sunglasses, the guy trying on the sunglasses yeah, yeah. says to me, um, <laughs> starts asking me about how LeBron James, how LeBron James, <laughs> his contract fits under the Cleveland Cavaliers oh, cap. Like these. Yeah, that's okay. cool. So he's so I say, why are you asking me about that? And they go, well, I saw you negotiate that deal before. I know you're a sports agent. He goes, so we tell me about this. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll answer five questions, but I want twenty percent off of my glasses, <laughs> and I want them to be prescription. The guy goes, done. Now, where that's a little bit deceiving is Warby Parker charges like ten bucks to make the prescription glasses. So really? it, wasn't, okay. it wasn't it wasn't like closing <laughs> Drew Brees' deal. Yeah, but he does that deal for me now because there, were, there was a negotiation for the glasses. I fell in love with the glasses. And whenever I lose them, I always find them that day because I always notice them. Mm. I've lost them 20 times as we all lose sunglasses. <laughs> so three months ago, I'm over at Pico over yeah. in, um, in, 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 uh, in, the, in Marin. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the bar, and, uh, and I leave my glasses there. But the next night, a buddy of mine who um, wanted to go to a Warrior game, we decide to go to Pico again because they have great fried chicken yeah. there on Wednesday nights. Maybe you can get a Pico deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so they, they run out to me and say, here, here's your glasses. So I decide the glasses are magic. So now whenever I see friends, I, ha- I take pictures of them with the glasses. So and cool. they create, I create collages with the glasses, oh, okay. which I've sent to Warby Parker. Oh, good. So, I, do I get good, like, good, good luck out of it, too? Um, if, if you wear these glasses, odds are you'll have your own radio show. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> well, you know what's oh, funny? I, it's, uh, for some uh, reason, that reminded me. Uh, so I met Dave Dravecki when he came out oh, to yeah. uh, San Rafael here, sure. and um, I got his card, and he only had like one card left. And, he, he and for those it. that don't know who Dave Dravecki is, great pitcher back in the 1980s, had an arm problem, had to have had cancer in the arm, had to have his arm removed, his entire arm removed. Arm broke while he was yeah. pitching. Yeah, while yeah, he was exactly. pitching, yeah. yeah. So he, he was giving a uh, little motivational speech. Yeah. It was very nice. So um, I had to leave, and uh, I got home, and I can't find – the, car, the business card mm. and I'm, I'm looking all over and I'm thinking it must have dropped out of my pocket somewhere and I'm thinking I was riding my motorcycle so I figured it, and I, I remembered exactly where I parked and then where I sat 
So I'm and I'm thinking because I'm going. What are the odds I'm going to find this card? Mm. And and I had my uh, earphones in and I'm listening to uh, a song by Asia. If you remember those guys, mm. and the song is praying for a miracle. That mm. you know, and I'm going. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll pray yeah. for this miracle, right? And I go to where I parked, and it, there's nothing there. And I'm thinking, gosh, maybe someone took it or threw it away or whatever. And then I thought, well, you know what? Let me go back to where I was sitting. Maybe I pulled out my phone and it got hooked onto it. And sure enough, there it was. There it was wow. underneath the seat. Nobody had touched wow. it, so I got That's it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought it was just for some reason, I just, huh. you know, you're listening to that song, praying for a miracle, and then yeah. boom, there, there they are. There you go. <laughs> wow. It was predestined. There you go. Preordained. He had me nervous with those glasses. I didn't realize they were prescription. I put them on, and I'm thinking, I thought they were just regular sunglasses. <laughs> I'm sorry I did not correctly <laughs> prepare you for my story. Well, especially one of the eyes. Well, I did. T- as part of the story, I said I negotiated for prescription. That's true. In the story. That's Ooh. true, but I didn't know you that. I, I had a warrant. Yeah. Hey, before okay. we get too much off on it, I wanted – Steve mentioned something, and, and we're in the Bay Area, so naturally we're sort of prejudiced, but the Raiders are kind of a cult team, uh, and the Raiders intrigue me. They're 13 years – removed now from making the playoffs in 2002 when Rich Gannon was there. It was right after John Gruden left. Jack Del Rio is in his second full year. Reggie McKenzie is, has built up, a, as you mentioned, Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack and Derek Carr. They've got a good offensive line. I mean, if this team stays relatively healthy, Steve, they, they're kind of the classic dark horse, aren't they? No pun intended because they wear the dark jerseys, yeah. the black jerseys. The fascinating aspect of the Raiders is the Raiders were owned by a man who knew more about football than any other owner in football. Yet they are now the team they are, I think partly because he's not there. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, you know, because they brought in a general manager that 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 brought things into the 20. But what was his son? Like, well, his son is the owner. His yeah, son is the owner, yeah, but, but his son obviously doesn't know football doesn't like know Al football. Davis. I mean, Al yeah. Davis was a football savant. He didn't and, uh, he didn't teach that to his kid. You know, his kid was around all the time, but he was not into it. His kid, I mean, again, I mean, great ownership. I mean, you you know my my whole theory that the Warriors are the best-run organization in all sports because they have an owner that hires the best people. And similarly, the owner is given the general manager the right to make the calls. And you have to give the the Raiders credit because they've they've drafted tremendously the last couple years. And one of the things that made the Raiders so unfortunately so bad was Al Davis in the early part of the 21st century didn't have people like Ron Wolf around him. He had Ron Wolf around him in the 1970s and even in the early 80s along with a lot of other uh, incredible football minds and those guys eventually migrated elsewhere and when they, and they kind of lost it when they right. were down in LA. And and the biggest thing is you look at you look in the NFL the big variable is your ability to draft a franchise quarterback. Yeah. If yeah. you yeah. if you draft a if you draft a franchise quarterback you're set for for a long time. Yeah. I mean, the Green Bay Packers as great as they are, the Green Bay Packers are who they are because they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The New England Patriots as great as Belichick, Belichick is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Tom Brady, sure. Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, if you have one of those yeah. franchise quarterbacks, that sets you up for 10 years. And then if you're the 49ers, look at the – I mean, granted, Steve Young wasn't drafted, but Joe Montana and Steve Young back-to-back, yeah. that was an 18-year run. That was amazing. Don't forget Ryan Leaf. But, I mean, but Steve Young <laughs> oh, was yeah, actually – right. Steve Young wasn't drafted, but no, that's right. Steve, yeah, Young, that's Steve Young was drafted by Tampa. Right. Yeah. And Bill Walsh very creatively worked a deal where he traded for – yeah. I mean, Steve Young didn't just fall into his lap. No, that he was, did He didn't fall into his lap. That was Bill Walsh's strategy. And, and he got to play – well, he got to sit there and watch for four or five years and stay relatively healthy. Yeah, so exactly. He played till he was okay. in his late hey, 30s. Guys, second trivia question here. Baseball. In the 1960s, which slugger set a major league record – 
with winning a batting title by hitting over 360, then fell apart the next season and didn't even hit 250. Wow. The first email with the correct answer is going to win that free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. 1960s, Mm. Slugger hit uh, over 360 to win the title. Next season, didn't even hit 250. Stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest selection of music here on earth at guitarcenter.com. The mighty Fender Telecaster, though used to devastating effect by numerous guitarists, there are a handful of rock heavyweights that have thoroughly rinsed the full potential of this venerable model over the decades. Muddy Waters, Keith Richards, Jimmy Page, Bruce Springsteen, Dave Gilmore, Mark Knopfler and George Harrison to mention a few. For the full Telecaster story, join me over at Focus on Rock. It's time to do what you love, and Guitar Center can help at the Labor Day Savings Event with up to 30% off guitars, amps, drums, keys, DJ, and more. Get a Martin Dreadnought or Auditorium Acoustic Electric Guitar, your choice, just $449. Select Martin Acoustic Strings, buy one pack and get one for a penny, or 20% off all Williams Digital Pianos. And don't forget to grab your copy of The List in-store with deals on major brands too low to advertise. Summer may end, but your music doesn't have to. Guitar Center's Labor Day Savings Event, going on now, in-store and online. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Steve Baker. 
Here is a, uh, another trivia question. These guys uh, got a little stump on this one. In the 1960s, which slugger set a major league record with winning a batting title by hitting over 360, then fell apart the next season and didn't even hit 250? And I know we'll we'll go. Oh, I I didn't. Well, think you'll of that know. Deal. You'll know this. Call you Stramski. No, I was going to say Carl Yastrzemski, but I don't think he had dropped off that quickly. Think American League, though, think right? Detroit Tigers. Al Kaline. Al Kaline. No, no. Uh, I think he played for the Tigers. Oh, Norm uh, Cash. Norm Cash. Oh, that's Norm right. Cash. He did play for the Tigers. I do remember, and okay. I do remember that. Yes, he had, okay. I think he had three sixty-five or something. Didn't he die in some kind of weird accident, a boating accident or something, about fifteen years ago? I uh, don't remember. Yeah, I don't think he remember. did. Yeah. So, question for you guys. Um, so, Tim Tebow, did he? Yeah, did he just sign with the Mets? I heard he signed with the Mets. The yeah. Mets, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, why not take a flyer on the guy? You know, yeah, what do yeah, you exactly. got to lose? Well, that's what the uh, general manager said yeah. um, for for the Braves, who mm-hmm. were, I guess, toying with the it. The Braves too. had nothing to lose. No, that's exactly. For sure. Well, I th- and I think they're right. It's it's good for baseball. You know, it it draws the fans. Well, he'll he'll be a minor league. Maybe he'll be a sensation <laughs> in the minor leagues, making it to the big leagues. That's another matter. Yeah. You know, can he hit the fastball? That's yeah, yeah. Can he hit the I mean, I, did you watch the film of his workout? I didn't see it, it but was, I, it, was, I, it was pathetic. Yeah. It was pathetic? Yeah. I mean, he's Except he's a freak run. athlete. He's yeah. a freak athlete, but he couldn't handle off-speed pitches. Yeah. But he's a great uh, athlete. How many guys can, though? True. I mean, the, that's the, the thing. That, the, shame on, the shame on Tim Tebow is Tim Tebow's good enough to play in the NFL, just not good enough to be a starter. Yeah. And, you know. And he just, didn't want to change positions. I know? think Tim Tebow could be a quarterback, but he has to be yeah. a backup. Yeah, it's to yeah. me. It's just mystifying with a, with the number of quarterbacks that go down, yeah. Steve. Why doesn't somebody take a chance on this guy? Is it because of he, he's not a bad guy? I know he's a little bit of a religious fanatic, but is that is that what's scaring people, or is it just because of his well, freakish abilities? Well, again, or, I think right. I think the things that scare people about Tebow is he's such a big name mm. that you can't he can't be the fifty third man on your roster. He's a legitimate number three quarterback, mm. but but there but but you can't have a guy with that big of a name be your number three quarterback. I have a client who played with him, and you know, evidently players were fearful of playing with him. Really, because because, because he was erotic. he was jazz. You you never yeah, knew where that's he a was. Good way of putting it, he was jazz and, improvising. And, and, yeah. and you can't that can't work in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with the with the speed the game's played at, mm. the number of hits, you, you're really risking your body if you don't know where someone is. Well, I mean, Colin Kaepernick was like that in the beginning too. Right? I mean, just like running around, you know, he but had a Colin Kaepernick. Arm. Colin Kaepernick. At his peak was was very controlled in that offense. Okay. I mean, for what it's worth, it's it's a little bit incomprehensible what happened to Colin Kaepernick. Except if you assume that there were injuries that slowed him down, and then you know now the game hasn't been coming as and, fast. And you look at what happened to the 49ers. I mean, you look at the number of guys that left that team, yeah. and and Harbaugh when he left that team left a gaping void. I mean, you lo- you lose your coach, you lose guys like Patrick Willis and Chris mm-hmm. Borland, and you know guys on the offensive line, and Michael Crabtree and Frank Gore. I mean, it goes on. And no, that, that's a team that's really. I think Chip Kelly though will make them semi-respectable. They might win five games, six games this year if they're if they're fortunate because their defense yeah, isn't can that you bad. Imagine going into a season thinking, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to do great this year. We're going to well, we'll, we'll be almost fifty. Did you watch them play last year? They were bad. And they, they were bad, but I mean, but they were in a lot of games. I but think they, they didn't score they, a lot of points. They do have a good defensive line. They very good um, defensive line. And hey, listen, I mean, I, I do think the Niners are a long way away, but. Um, if we were talking the year the year that they first the Harbaugh's first year, I would have said the same thing, and they went to the NFC Championship. Game and Chip year. Kelly has a seventy two and twenty eight record. Granted, a lot of that was in Oregon, but uh, you know seventy two and twenty eight and seven seasons in, co- in the last seven years in college and pros. That's that's something you can't you know sneeze at. I know yeah. for a fact the players on the Niners are very impressed by Chip Kelly. Yeah, yeah so, I, I, I would be too. I mean, I, I think he would do a good job. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see. I got to ask you about uh, the way football is played today. And I'm Edwards' thoughts about this too, because most fans sort of take it for granted that the game is, you know, as exciting as it is. One of the reasons is they've spread the field. You have more outstanding wide receivers today, Steve, and defense has been kind of legislated—not legislated out of the game—but there are a lot more. Uh, in, the, in the old days, guys could hit certain players a certain way, and you wouldn't get penalized. Nowadays, it's opened up so that we have high-scoring games, and it's a lot more fun visually, and I think that has been part of the appeal, why the game is so popular today, is because it's you know aesthetically so pleasing to watch. Yeah, but it's kind of frustrating when you see a defensive guy, you, uh, you think, oh, he should have made that play, but then you realize, well... well he was going to get penalized if he hit the wrong. You know, there's just too much. Yeah. What I'm saying is they've back. spread the they spread the guys out. They've they've widened the field, and that's created all sorts of gaps and all sorts of opportunities. And so defenses have had a difficult time adjusting. I don't know. You're you're a big football fan, so I just curious to get your thoughts on. That. I mean, it's the same thing of whether you like. I prefer two to one pitchers duel to uh-huh. a thirteen to ten baseball yeah. game, but fans like the home runs. So yeah. Okay, I, I I'd say I'm more of a purist, and I. I like I like good defense. You don't I, mind a fourteen to ten game. I don't mind at yeah, all. But okay. what, what, I mean, what, listen. What I am concerned about football is 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 I want everything done possible to make it safer because it is extremely dangerous. Good luck with football. that, though. You know. Well, but but there. I mean, you, we start with we start with that there shouldn't be games on and, Thursday and nights. And yeah. we're going to assume that this has nothing to do with your paycheck, <laughs> right? I mean, yes. I mean, I, I but one. I, one could, my paycheck one could think about my, that. my paycheck increases if there's Thursday night games because no not that but I mean but, for injuries though I mean right listen I mean the reality is is that I want whatever can be possibly done to make it safer I'm sure I mean I, it's, it sure is extremely um, it's an extremely dangerous game it's a very exciting game it's it's America's favorite game for a reason I mean there's no sport that I know of. That's more compelling on television than football. Yeah, and there, I was going to say, there's so many players today, the ex-players that are in their 40s and 50s and 60s that are having a really tough time. I was talking to George Atkinson the other day, the great Raider defensive back, and he was telling me there's certain days I don't even know when I get up in the morning what I'm doing. He says, I have to stay in the house because I'm totally confused. And I said, George, are you serious? He goes, yeah, I, I can't remember. He says, the other day I could not remember my granddaughter's name. Now, that's yeah. a scary thing. And he Now, he's 70 years old, so he's been... Had a nice long life, but I mean, if yeah. it happens to a defensive back, can you imagine an offensive lineman or a defensive? Well, lineman? one of the things we talked about is you know guys are bigger and stronger, but yet you know your bones are st- your ankles are still only as strong as they probably were fifty years well, ago. Well, and the concussion you know? thing too. We didn't know that uh, you know even yeah. though helmets protect you from certain injuries. I mean, the, the brain is sloshing around in this water, and you get yeah. fifty well, or mean, sixty. You know, for example, you you don't see as many offensive linemen and quarterbacks in that situation. While you see a lot of linebackers and running backs yeah. that are because mm-hmm. of you know they're taking more of those high speed yep. hits. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you know, a, a left tackle is probably more likely to be able to pick up his kids when he's fifty five. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's it's definitely a concern. Now you don't want to go back to the times before Sid Luckman, do you? With you know <laughs> where it's so purist, all they did. I mean, that was a looked like a pretty boring game. It's just, it, you know. it, there's there's nothing like professional football. I mean, it's 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 there. It's America's game for a reason. But uh, at the same time, you better believe I want everything done possible to protect the place. It's a war. <laughs> it's the nearest thing to a war, and it well, is. Uh, so let me ask you, from your specific standpoint as an agent, you know, you negotiate a big contract. And then, you know, how does it work from the standpoint of if a player gets hurt? I um, have a perfect story. I have a client who was a star linebacker in the NFL 
who uh, sustained four concussions. <laughs> um, he was a brilliant kid, um, kid who went to Stanford. Um, after his third, con- after his fourth concussion, the team came to me and said, "We're really concerned about him. We'd like to give you one game check." <laughs> to which my response was, "Well, you know, um, I have a letter here saying hey, he explain should be what a, what's a game check. They, they, what, they, what, they, they were going to cut him and pay him one extra game check for being injured." Uh-huh. And I said, I have a letter from oh, gotcha. a doctor. Okay. I mean, I had him see a neurologist. Yeah. And the neurologist said he should never play football again. And under that, he was entitled to his entire salary, which I eventually got him. A year later, after I got him that, he came to me and said he wanted to play again. Mm. And I basically took him out to dinner and said no. Um, and he is extremely talented. And um, Can you and, tell us his name? No. Okay. When he said, um, I have a player, yeah, well, I, I knew he can tell. I'm being, yeah, <laughs> putting my media hat on here. His, I name, to... his, his, his name is John Doe. Yeah. And, <laughs> wow, I know him. <laughs> and, um, and he was good friends with Norm Cash. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's no longer with us. So Norm can't tell us anything. Wait a minute. Uh, you're, you're not telling us the truth, uh, are you? Uh, boy. <laughs> Well, you tell that you had a, another story you wanted to tell us about Brendan Brendan Scarlett from. Well, Brendan Scarlett's a great story. Yeah, yeah. This year. Brendan, who, pl- who played at Cal Bre- and Brennan, Stanford. Brendan was a five star recruit, right? To Cal, right? Played started as a freshman at Cal. Um, was a starting defensive lineman at Cal. His brother is a running back at Stanford, and he wanted to play with his brother at Stanford. Hmm. He transferred um, his final year to play at Stanford. Ended up. With with basically very little camp, earning the starting job at Stanford as a defensive end last year, um, he had suffered um, serious knee injuries and mm. a serious. Um, mm. uh, he had been injured throughout his career at Cal. His senior year he was healthy though. Um, he was honorable mention All Pac-12 last year, um, and we became convinced that his best shot in the NFL was converting to a linebacker. And spoke to I, I spoke to Mike Vrabel, the linebacker coach of the Texans, um, the day before the draft, who assured me they really wanted Brennan. A number of other teams were interested in him, but based on Vrabel's interest, we signed with the as Texans. a linebacker. He signed with the Texans as a linebacker, okay. and uh, he made their fifty-three man roster as a oh, linebacker. This great week. story. He, he played. Uh, he caused a fumble in the third game of the preseason. Um, I will gladly send you the television video that I have of it on my phone that, I, <laughs> that I've sent to everyone not named Norm Cash. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, um, I mean, it's it's really a wonderful story. Yeah. It's really wonderful. That's and great. what's what's also great is he grew up in Portland. So all Portland, people, Oregon. So he grew up so, in Portland, Oregon. Wow. So all the Nike people know him. So all the Nike people were rooting for him. Oh, um, sweet. Um, coming out of college. Sweet. So it's. it's uh, so uh, Portland's uh, a great town. I worked yeah, in yeah. Portland on TV up there. That's it's it's Nirvana. It really no, is. Portland's a great place. Yeah, it really. Is. We live in Nirvana, but yeah, we, that's, well, that's true. true. Marin County is. We're, we're Portland. We're Portland without rain. Without rain. Tell you, yeah. tell you what. Before we cut to our our next break, I did want to uh, ask you guys about the uh, the National Women's Soccer League playing the national anthem while the players were still in the locker room. So, so there that, was no chance they could, they could hijack the, the well because Megan uh, Rapino wanted to kneel down and show solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, and I think they just wanted to avoid some some bad publicity. I, think. I thought Those that was actually it? pretty smart. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like come on, if you're going to do, do something else, it's already been done, right? Colin well, Kaepernick's I think, already I think done she was, I, You know, we can get a whole discussion. We have talked about this before. I think she was just showing support for him, and you know, that's free expression. A, so she can do it by sending a Twitter thingy there's, or whatever. Yeah, there's so many dynamics to this. Yeah. I mean, I do find it fascinating that Colin Kaepernick's jersey has now become like the hottest selling jersey. 
Oh, interesting. In the NFL. Yeah. And, um, and his socks, I mean, too? I, I think we could all agree that what Colin Kaepernick's doing is is at the center of what our flag represents, the freedoms we About have. About the freedom, yeah. But uh, at the same time, um, I'm conflicted on it. And uh, yeah. I, just I, I, absolute, I absolutely respect his right to do it. Yeah, but, but I guess that one of the issues I have is protest the specific police or the police well, department the, or the but city. But the problem is that it's, there's, there's, United it's, States ha- it's happened in too many places. And I said before off air, Edward, I think that the, it's good to start a dialogue because right now we're on the verge in this country, uh, maybe I'm being a little bit extreme about this, of possibly having a war between the inner city and the police departments. It's gotten that bad. We've got to, we've got to get both sides to sit down and work things out. I don't know how you do that. But this has at least started the discussion, which is long overdue. I mean, long overdue. You know, to me, you, you look at what John Carlos did in 68. In 1968, mm-hmm. when he protested at the Olympics, yeah. he became a pariah. Forty years later, there's a monument to him um, huh. you know, at, at San Jose State. Um, it goes both ways. Um, and, again, I'm, I'm conflicted. I, I yeah. do know, though, that I'm very proud that I live in a country where you're allowed to do that. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Okay, last trivia question, last commercial break. Who was the first player, we're talking baseball, to, obviously in this question, who was the first player in history to record 3,000 strikeouts and have less than 1,000 walks at the same time? Hmm. All right, first email with the correct answer. It's going to win that free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com, the answer to that question. Don't touch that dial. We're going to have some closing comments on Sports Econ 101. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Steve Baker. Last trivia question. Who was the first player in history to record 3,000 strikeouts now, he's a pitcher, so he's not, he didn't strike out three times. <laughs> 3,000 <laughs> 3, times, yeah. yeah. So he was the first player in history to record 3,000 strikeouts and have less than 1,000 walks at the same time. That's a pretty good ratio, could three you, to one. Could you name approximately the year period? Uh, I would, uh, it's, let's go, see. Go the, way back? Uh, no, not too far. No, no, okay. no. It's like late 60s, early 70s, I think. Okay. So that's where he started? I think 60s. I'd say Steve Carlton. No, but around that time, though. Around that time, yeah. What which league? Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember who he played for. So okay, not, I'll give you the initials. Huh? No, I'll give no. you the initials. F J Ferguson Jenkins. Yeah, uh, Fergie, Fergie Jenkins. Who's did, from he Canada? The, he didn't play in the '60s. He did. did he started his career with the Cubs. From Canada, by the way, Canadian. Did oh. you know that? Yeah, I did from, not know yeah, that. Yeah. And his parents were named Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> At least we think they are. All right, guys. Here we're gonna, we have some. Here's our thoughts for the day. You ready for this? Golf is played by 20 million mature American men whose wives think they are out having fun. <laughs> Jim Bishop said that. Who's Jim Bishop? I don't know. A writer. A writer? Okay. Yeah. And reverse every natural instinct and do the opposite of what you're inclined to do, and you will probably come very close to having the perfect golf swing. That's George mm. Costanza. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's do the, the opposite. Do but, the opposite. No, but, yeah. who, but who said that? I mean, besides George Costanza, a, a very famous golfer. Arnold Palmer? No, but they have clubs named after him. Jack Nicklaus? Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan. That's right. Just before that. Before those guys. Before those guys. Yeah, yeah. just a, a wee bit before those guys. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Baker, thank you again for joining us on Sports Econ 101. We're going to have to have you back. Thank you for and, having me. And with that, we're going to say tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be giving away more free vacations for answering sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. <laughs>